4: This is Westward. Westward is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Episode 10 Season Interrupted.
5: The Lakers will go undefeated on this statement weekend. What a welcome sight for fans.
6: On March 8, 2020, the Lakers and Clippers would meet for the third time in Los Angeles.
2: Big performances from LeBron James, Anthony Davis.
6: And it would be the first time the Lakers would beat the newly constructed Clippers.
7: A final
6: score, 112-103. Despite the loss, the Clippers had been playing their best basketball of the season, winning seven of their previous eight games. The team was hoping to build on that momentum into the postseason. But what happened next wouldn't just spoil those plans. It would end them for everyone.
8: This hour long inside the NBA will explore the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. Good evening, everybody. Ernie Johnson in Atlanta, Kenny Smith and Shaquille O'Neal. Charles Barkley will join us in just a moment. moment, moment. The
6: global pandemic caused by the COVID-19 virus would effectively shut down all aspects of American life and culture, including the NBA's season.
9: I'm Scott Van Pelt here at ESPN. This, this astounding and unprecedented story continues to evolve. The NBA is suspending the season.
6: But far worse than the toll of lives it would take or the livelihoods it would cause to ruin. Amidst the lockdown, Politics of masks and the marketing of fear and despair, another virus would be revealed. This one, man made, deadly, and seemingly impervious to time and change.
2: In Minneapolis tonight, tensions are high as four police officers have been fired. The incident was caught on camera. For at least three minutes on the video, the man pleads for help, saying he couldn't breathe at least a dozen times. The man, identified as George Floyd, was later pronounced dead at the
9: hospital.
3: Loved ones of Breonna Taylor grieving and outraged. The 26-year-old Louisville first responder shot eight times and killed by police. Taylor's family says they never announced themselves.
2: Tonight, anger and frustration in Atlanta. 27-year-old Rayshard Brooks was shot and killed by police during an attempted arrest. We don't want to scare anybody.
6: The deaths of George Floyd, Rayshard Brooks, and Breonna Taylor would rip the gauze away from a gaping wound that hasn't healed since before the game of basketball was invented. And players across the league embraced the opportunity as a platform for social justice.
3: This imperative that we focus on was really important in the world. And Breonna Taylor, killers, still uh, are around free. Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor.
4: Justice
6: for Breonna Taylor. Joining a fight Jerry West has been as passionate about
5: as the game itself. Race has never been an issue. I think a, a different thought process in my head because I'd never gone to school with anyone black or anyone from any other minority. And all of a sudden, to be thrust into a situation, you know, you can either, I guess, give in to some of the nasty words that I heard growing up. But my household, it was easy because that was never a problem in my household. So it was just a progressive step for me to grow. And I was always curious about people, and I still am today. I made that a commencement speech at West Virginia when my son Johnny was going to school there. I wrote this about race. I said, don't be colorblind. People are different. Your world is indeed a rich, open, diverse, multicolored, multi-ethnic, multi-textured, and multicultural experience. Declaring that all groups are the same is a deception. Believing that some ethnic groups are better than others is a moral disgrace. We aren't all the same. We shouldn't try to be. Opposites attract, they also educate.
8: Race in sports, race in religion, race in politics can't avoid it. One of the things that I've learned from being blessed with the presence of Jerry West in my life is to be less racially conscious and more socially conscious. Jerry transcends race because poverty is a serial killer. And what I've learned from being around Jerry West is I was actually, in many ways, living better in the same era that Jerry was living in than he was. Even though there's a a gap in our age, People in West Virginia, oh, my goodness. They would think they were living in Beverly Hills if they moved to Tennessee, where I'm from. Jerry didn't succumb to what he was subjected to that I'm familiar with. And that's being treated like a nobody. Jerry instead looked inside and began to drive himself to the peak of his capabilities. And as a result of doing that, it made it easy for him to embrace other people that reflected his mindset. And one of those people is one of my greatest mentors, Jim Brown. And he told me once, he said, Bobby, meeting Jim Brown changed my life in the following way. I had the opportunity to tell somebody while alive how much I admired and respected them. He told Jim he wore number 44 because of Jim Brown. That was the jersey number Jim wore at Syracuse University. And he also told him that he admired him because of his character. He knew that Jim stood up when other people sat down.
5: I loved him when he was a football player in the Cleveland Browns. That was my favorite team growing up when I was a kid. And I could listen to him on the radio if it was in the daytime, not at night because it would go out.
2: Connell under center. The snap
8: pitch going to the left side and swinging in outside of end and bellowed out of bounds at the 43-yard line is Jimmy Brown.
7: Jerry was one of my favorite players in history because he occupies space that very few occasions can... To me, was a kind of a dignified athlete. He uh, was special because he was white and he didn't play like white. He played like a great player. What I mean that contrary to what people think there is a thing called racial identity and when you look at the roster on a lot of teams you see that there is a racial situation and uh, Jerry transcended all that stuff
5: Probably one of the most misunderstood people I've ever met in my life Jim has taken up a cause in his life that I'm sure he's been criticized, well he gets criticized for everything regardless of what he but in regards what he's trying to do and he's contributed so much to so many young men who are at risk in this city and um, what he's done within these communities to help make a difference will far outweigh in years to go. Hopefully someone will pick up this sword and carry it with him and try to emulate what he's tried to do.
7: When you're a star and you're black The general population tries to negate your blackness. Forgive you for it. I learned a long time ago that I became a star being the son of a domestic worker and a Jewish family that hired her. And through perseverance, and that if I applied myself, that I could overcome almost anything. We talk about race. We talk about gender. We talk about wealth. And the one thing that uh, we have in common, that we're all human beings. Now, having said that, it's so complicated to be living at this particular time and knowing how to work for the right thing. But as an individual, I have discovered that if I dealt with what I should do as far as making conduct of myself and my fellow man, that's where I have to go. That's where I should go.
6: In the middle of both the height of racial tensions and a surge in COVID cases, The NBA approved a bold plan to resume the 2019-2020 season at none other than Disney World in Orlando, Florida.
3: The NBA inviting 22 teams to Orlando. This is what the plan will look like. 13 Western Conference, 9 Eastern Conference, 8 regular season games per team. play-in for the 8th seeds, July 31st to October 12th.
1: And Woj finishes this off saying, the NBA is back, which i got to be honest, is pretty nice
3: to hear either way.
2: 22 teams
5: gathered here in Orlando for the restart
2: of this unprecedented season. Welcome once again to the NBA bubble. It would be
6: called the bubble, and it was a $200 million investment to salvage what had been one of the most compelling seasons in the league's history. But it was also a calculated bet that a game that had done so much to further race relations, foster unity to divided communities, and bring joy where there was often unrest.
4: Just as the season was getting back underway, another tragic event threatened to derail everything yet again.
3: Wisconsin's governor has sent more than 100 National Guard troops to Kenosha. A curfew is also in effect there following violent protests after police shot a black man in the back several times. Tonight, he's in stable condition.
8: Stop when they stop killing us. I can't guarantee who's going to die tomorrow, but if
3: someone else dies, we're out there. And that's what this generation is saying. They're rising up
1: and they're saying, We're with you, we're for you, we're together in
4: this. The players had multiple closed-door meetings to decide whether or not they would continue the season.
1: The Milwaukee Bucks have refused to take the court for Game 5 of their playoff series against the Orlando Magic. ESPN reports the team is boycotting the game in the wake of the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin.
0: The season is going to go on. Meanwhile,
4: we're also learning both the Lakers and the Clippers did vote in favor of canceling the rest of the season.
6: You are listening to Westward on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. We'll be right back.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
6: I thought
0: in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
1: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.
1: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
6: The Clippers would enter the playoffs as the two seed right behind the Lakers. It was the highest seed they had ever achieved. As a franchise, the team Jerry West had built was the best it had ever fielded in its history.
5: But they were still concerned. Right before the Clippers went down there for this bubble thing, and when the season ended, it was amazing how well we were playing. We were really playing great. But um, uh, when you're dealing with a lot of different people, and obviously this team had a lot of first-year players, I think the team that wins this, that wins a championship this year, was going to be the best team in the league. Because this is unusual circumstances.
6: The narrative could not have been better written. Finally, Los Angeles' other NBA team had the firepower to compete against their longtime in-town rivals. The Battle of L.A. was upon us, and an epic conference finals between the two L.A. teams was about to be underway. But something happened on the way to the Western Conference Finals.
8: What happened to the Clippers in the playoff last year? Well, I'll tell you what happened. The Clippers happened.
4: The Lakers already did their part, reaching the Western Conference Finals after making quick work of the Blazers and the Rockets.
8: And the Los
2: Angeles Lakers, in five, advancing to the second round of the
6: NBA playoffs.
4: And with the Clippers up 3-1 in their semifinal matchup, the stage was set. The Clippers were cruising in their first closeout game, game five. They were up by 15 points over a young and relatively inexperienced Denver Nuggets squad, but then... They crumbled. Denver survives. They'll play a game six. What a comeback by the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets came back and won. And buoyed by that victory, it gave Denver the momentum they needed. They took game six as well. Now, all of a sudden, it was like the skeletons, of the organization, were coming back to haunt the Clippers.
6: And as game seven approached, it seemed as if the entire franchise was burdening the weight of its history.
5: And the Denver Nuggets can just dribble it out as they win yet another game seven. A shocking upset. They eliminate the heavily favored Clippers here on the second round and an historic series win. And the Clippers will go home. Home, home,
2: home, home, home. No question, the pressure got to them in the fourth quarter. When you wet the bed like that in the last 12 minutes of a game seven, that's a choke! That's a choke job. You see me choking now? Three Save. blow 3-1 no. leads for Doc. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: to Nick, Nick, to which I say, maybe the Clippers needed that rah-rah speech after all yesterday <laughs> that was so easily oh, yeah, dismissed. You should have given it
4: to him. It,
2: it wouldn't have gone any worse if Jenna was on the sidelines, I promise you.
8: There is no excuse for this. This is embarrassing. I told you nothing will kill a legacy Legacy. more than expectation because that's what he had.
5: I've always said it's easier to jump off a bandwagon than it is to jump on it. Some people don't like you being honest. And I have a lot of people that come to me from time to time and ask me questions about the league, and it's flattering that they would think that you maybe could Contribute something to their thought process. And I usually say to everyone, do you want me to tell you the truth or do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? We got what we deserve, period. We got what we deserve.
8: The only person that lost most sleep after that debacle in Denver was Jerry West. I watched that team forget their identity and their possibilities and take seriously the chance
5: to break that curse of 50 years. I watched, you know, I watched a couple of those games and I'm saying to myself, my God, guys are asking out after four or five minutes. What's this all about? It can't be physical. It has to be a lot mental too. I saw players that had lost their focus and I say those are two things that you can't have playing at this level at this time of year. You can't do that. If you're not self-motivated, You can't be great, and you can't have a truly championship-caliber team if you don't have a bunch of self-motivated people. Plus, they have to be your best people. Obviously, um, we weren't up to task.
6: Adding salt into the clipper wound was Jerry's old team.
5: And that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers conquer the bubble, and batter number 17 will soon hang in the rafters. And you wonder, you know, how long can you stay at the fair, but more importantly, how long can you take this home with you every night, very much the way I did as a player and particularly as an executive. The shelf life for people, and as I say, I'm much older Uh, I still enjoy the competition, but sometimes enough is enough, and uh, everyone says, well, how long are you going to work? I never take that for granted because you're not guaranteed that you're going to work for anyone for a length of time. You're not in this league. It's about results. I just think it's time to make a change.
6: You are listening to Westward on the Dan Patrick
5: Podcast Network.
0: We'll be right back.
2: Zumo Play. Doc Rivers has been fired as the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers.
1: The Clippers made a splash by signing Serge Ibaka to a two-year deal.
8: The Clippers decided to give Luke Kennard a four-year deal worth $64 million. a
1: breaking news on the jump. The Clippers and Ty Lu have agreed on a five-year deal to make him the team's new head coach.
6: Change. On Tuesday, December 22nd, the NBA began their 2020-2021 season. Like the previous year, the first game would feature the Los Angeles Clippers versus the newly crowned Lakers.
2: A lot of stories to cover, including two very important ones in the City of Angels. A lot of themes
5: for both the Lakers and the Clippers going into a new year. Well, for the Lakers, they have the best one-two punch. And they've gotten younger, tougher, and players who complement LeBron and AD. As for the Clippers, disappointing in, up 3-1 versus Denver. Gone is Doc Rivers, in is Ty Lue. But you still have two of the best two-way wing players in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George.
6: While the engines of both teams remain largely the same, both feature upgrades at key positions. And the Clippers have a new coach. Like Jerry West, Tyrone Lou also has deep Laker ties. Liu with the second,
0: the second of Steel.
6: Having begun his playing career with the Lakers, Lou even won a championship with the team in his first year in 2001. He would also coach the team's superstar, LeBron James, while with the Cleveland Cavaliers for their first championship.
5: It's over! It's over! Cleveland is a city of champions once again! The Cavaliers are NBA champions! What a scene, an emotional scene for LeBron James. These diehard fans so passionate and an emotional to Ron Liu.
6: The Clippers go on to win in impressive fashion.
5: As
2: the Clippers tonight beat the defending champions 116-109.
6: Could this be the year then? Could this be the season that the Clippers eclipse the Mountain Summit? Acclaimed Hollywood writer and avid Clipper fan Chris Lloyd
9: still holds out hope. You know, you don't really trust it because we've seen collapses before. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. Playoffs is a different thing, you know. Shorter bench and more pressure and all of that. But I'm not sure how it would feel to have the Clippers win a championship. You know, I think Yellowstone National Park is actually a volcano and it blows up about every 12,000 years or something. But the last time it blew up was 14,000 years ago, so we're way overdue. So if the Clippers win a championship, I, uh, I, yeah, I'd be looking at the sky.
4: The Clippers now occupy a very interesting place in sports. Much like the Red Sox and Cubs had occupied in baseball before they won championships. Their failure has become mythic. And because of that, until they exercise those demons, the specter of collapse will always be looming. Until they finally break through and win one, it'll always feel like they're about to lose. But the thing that makes their situation even more unique is that they'll have to exercise those demons in the shadow of the Lakers. And now that is a lot of pressure.
6: There are myths in sports. There are curses and blessings. There are boulders that are venerated, murals of saviors, parquet floors and lopsided trades that have doomed franchises for generations. Throughout the ages, ownership of such teams have tried to do their part. Color schemes are changed. Logos contemporary. Fans, too, summon the gods, burn uniforms in effigy, try to make amends. But as any athlete who has competed, lost, and won at the highest level will tell you, there is only one thing that can end a curse of losing.
5: The only thing that counts is to win. And all the other stuff to get to this point is bullshit.
6: This is Keith David. From Joy Road, Dan Patrick Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, thank you for listening. If you
4: enjoyed the series, tune in next week for some bonus material that includes never-before-heard interviews with Byron Scott, Michael Cooper, and filmmaker David Anspaugh.
8: Westward is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network iHeartRadio and Joy Road Entertainment in association with Workhouse Media and Sugar 23. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Panella for Workhouse Media and by Michael Sugar and Mike Mayer for Sugar 23. Joy Road Entertainment is P.G. Cuscieri, Jim Young, Matthew Hatchett, Tim Livingston, and I'm Bobby Glanton-Smith.
4: Audio produced by Casey Wayland of Weyland Productions and edited by Neil
8: Cabana. Producers would like to thank Chris Lloyd, Jim Brown, and the great Jerry West. Special thanks to my
4: wife and daughter, Liz and Eleanor. Special thanks to my wife, Tatiana, and my sons, the Bambino brothers, Luca and Grady.
9: This is Paul Cachere with Joy Road. Wanted to thank my partners, first of all, Bobby Glanton-Smith, for getting this ball rolling. I'm so grateful for his hard work and his kinship. Jim Young, who produced the hell out of this and whose creative fingerprints are all over it. Tim Livingston, proud of you. Take care of those two princesses. Matthew Hatchett, who just gets it done. World-class athlete, better person, though I do have a better jump shot. Also, big ups to Sean Tatoni, to Kurt Garin, David Wasserman at iHeart. Thank you for being great partners. Dan, Dan Patrick for your support, notes, and encouragement. Don't share my number with anybody. My brothers, Mike, John, Danny, Joe, and Memo for being our first audience. Keith David for crushing the narration. Casey and his team at Wayland, no more notes, promise. This includes Neil Cabana. Thank you for loving what you do and being great at it. Jessica Brayden for your terrific work on the transcripts. And Chris Lloyd, Paul Canturna, Jason J-Rod, Marcus, and Red Kobe for being part of the journey.
8: The Westwood Project would not have been possible without the contributions of some very legendary figures starting with Bootsy Collins. William Earl is the name on his birth certificate. He introduced me to Ron Brimley. Ron Brimley introduced me to Dana Davis. Dana Davis introduced me to Jerry West. Those are a few of the people that made this possible. And I want to thank somebody that's been gone a long, long time. Wrote about him in a book of mine called Real Men Don't Play. My first cousin, Sergeant George D. Osborne, Buffalo soldier. I live in the shadows of the 20 years that he spent on this planet. There's others to thank That are too many to mention, but it's been just such an honor to work with Paul Cuscieri and to create something that we endeavor to share with the world as a guiding light in these dark ages.